in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. So I guess corporate boards do listen to the CEO Rater podcast. Welcome to the CEO Rater podcast. It is I, your host, the lovable, always even-tempered, even-killed John Maeda. I say that in jest because I, I had to check myself earlier today. Somebody made the mistake of comparing us to Glassdoor. Oh, you just like Glassdoor. And actually, we're, we're not just like Glassdoor. Hey, in short, we're Glassdoor and steroids. In short, we are where Glassdoor should be going. We're the only platform that I know of where institutional investors are posting commentary about CEOs and companies. We're the only platform that I know of where institutional investors, consumers, enterprise customers, and employees are posting feedback about companies and CEOs on the same platform. And oh, by the way, pretty soon the CEOs themselves are going to be able to post to the platform. So whether you're an investor, customer, an employee, the one thing that those three stakeholder groups have in common on our platform is that all of their commentary is anonymous. The CEOs, when they are ultimately onboarded, they're going to have to post using their name, much like they would on Twitter, although we're not going to limit them to 140 characters. We want them to come on board our platform and tell their story. Why you should go work for Microsoft. Why you should go work for Amazon. Why you should go work for the startup down the street. What's unique about the culture? Heck, the CEOs could come on the platform and talk about what they had for dinner for all I care. But if I were them, I would be pitching my wares. I'd be talking about what makes my company unique. I would use CEO Raider as a recruiting tool. I would use CEO Raider as a way to communicate the culture. And some may say, hey, you know, we could do that on Twitter. We could do that on LinkedIn. We could do that on Instagram. And that may be true to a, to a degree for all of the above. But we aspire to do it better. I want it to be a richer experience. I want it to be a visual experience. I want it to be intuitive. I want it to be frictionless. So we have a long way to go, but we're going to get there. What's new in the world? Amex. We commented on Amex, what, three weeks ago? I talked about the fact it took them about three days to, to migrate an address change that I had on a, on a corporate Amex card. In a world where Amazon is delivering packages same day, Amex takes three days to make a digital change because of all their legacy systems. And I think they sort of figured it out that they're just not equipped, given their legacy infrastructure, given their sort of worldview, they're not equipped to compete with some of the fintech upstarts. You've got companies like Stripe creating 10 billion of, of value in, in a few short years, doing fraud detection and prevention better than anybody. Meanwhile, I can't think of one innovation that Amex has made. So Ken Cheneau steps, steps down in February. Steve Squarey, who's currently vice chairman, takes over the CEO slot. And Stephen, I, I hope I'm pronouncing your last name right when I say Squarey. But he'll take over the CEO post in February of 18. I probably would have made a, a, a bolder change, but it is what it is. What else? Let's see. We're experimenting with Kickstarter for those entrepreneurs in the audience. Maybe not the perfect platform for us, but it's something I've just been intellectually curious about. So I wanted to try it. You know, by the way, if you're an entrepreneur and you raise capital on the Kickstarter platform, there isn't any dilution associated with it. Now, honestly, it's, it's probably a long shot for us. We're not the type of quote unquote project you would typically find on, on Kickstarter, but it's interesting. I mean, broadly defined, they're crowdsourcing, we're crowdsourcing. So it's just it, it, it's kind of a, a fun experiment, and I'll probably play with some others on, on Kickstarter. Maybe um, some small features and functionality that we're going to roll out over the next number of months. Maybe I'll, I'll post some of them to Kickstarter and see what happens. If nothing else, if nothing else, it helps get the the word out about what we're doing here at CEO Raider, which is nothing like Glassdoor, Amazon, HQ2. It's been in the news. It seems like it's ramped up. 
over the past couple of weeks, a lot of chatter about concessions that Amazon is seeking from various cities in terms of tax breaks. I mean, hey, they're running a process and why not extract leverage and extract value from these cities and towns? But at the end of the day, what's going to create billions of value in market cap over the next number of years, probably trillions of value when you think about their market cap. They're halfway to a trillion. If you fast forward 100 years, what's going to get them another number of trillions of dollars of market valuation is going to be intellectual horsepower. And so therefore, doesn't it make sense to dominate a strong university system? So the two strongest university systems in technology are Stanford University and MIT. And there are others that do good work, for sure. But those are sort of the two dominant school systems. Stanford is carved up by uh, the four horsemen in tech and other companies. MIT, similarly, um, I don't have a breakdown in front of me, but a number of graduates play across tech, play uh, quant hedge funds, but there's not a dominant, dominant recruiter, to my knowledge, at MIT. It wouldn't make sense if you're Amazon to set up shop in MIT's backyard, front yard, get entrenched in the university, do projects with the students, and just sort of own that school system, given that Facebook, Google, Microsoft, and others don't really have a dominant position, and that opportunity is there. So a lot's being made in the press about tax breaks, and I'm sure they will have some influence. But at the end of the day, I've got to believe if you're Jeff Bezos, and I've got to believe he's the one ultimately that's going to make this call, you need brain power, intellectual horsepower. And if you're Amazon and you're going to create 50,000 jobs for somebody, and so let's say they, they put the thing in Austin, Texas as an example. Sure, you could still have success in, in pulling people from MIT, without question. And Amazon's the, 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 for sure the sexiest company of the day today in tech and maybe across all industries for the moment. So they can pull from anywhere. But if you're in Boston's backyard, and I don't say this as, as a homebody because there's a lot that the state of Massachusetts does that I don't like and I won't get into that. But I just think that I want, I want my pick of the litter if I'm Amazon in terms of graduates out of MIT. And I don't want to have to overpay. I don't want to have to jump through hoops, ask people to move. I just want to own them and own them in their hometown. Twitter, last item in the bag for today. I want Twitter to do well because Twitter is one of the, the online marketing partners that we use. So we'll, we ran a couple of ads this week. And we'll play with Twitter, Google, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook ads. So Twitter doesn't have the reach of any, well, it has the reach. It has a comparable reach to, to LinkedIn. But the experience is terrible. The self-service ad experience on Twitter, creating an ad, measuring its efficacy, selecting an audience, the fact that it's not terribly intuitive, it just lags on, on everything in terms of the entire self-service ad experience. Lags vis-a-vis uh, Google and, and the other folks. So they've got to fix that. When, you, when you're the, the smallest company in the space and you're losing users, you know, Instagram's kicking their butt every which way. You, you can't afford to have the poorest experience, be the smallest guy, losing share, and your experience is the worst. And it, you know, clearly they go hand in hand, right? I mean, there's... It's because of the experience that, in part anyway, that they lose lose users. But you've got to fix your self-service ad experience if you're Twitter. And I care because I'm, I'm a user. CEO Raider is a user. To the extent that you help me be more effective, you're going to be more effective. More people are going to use you. And to the extent more people use you and you're effective, it helps me be more effective in my targeting process and my ad execution process so they've got to figure that they've got a lot of things they got to figure out they got to figure that out they got to figure out how they're going to monetize the platform whether it's with some sort of payment gateway payment network premium services experimenting with the 140 character limit you've got a ceo that splits time between two public companies which i don't know how the board puts up with that figure it out twitter see everybody next week have a great weekend